What is good, y'all? Happy Wednesday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana, and welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black entertainment. Now, last week I was not here, so I'm super duper excited to be here tonight. I'm going to be chatting with Simone Royal, and I just played her song, Hands On Me, off of her latest project, Going Deep. And I'm super duper excited to be chatting with her. But first things first, you know I got to go into the media topics. So, first on the list, Mulatto. (laughs) She actually cleared up some rumors. So, many people have been, you know, under the impression that she is dating 21 Savage. But in one of her recent interviews with um, a radio station that's out in the Bay Area, she actually came out and spoke in which she said, you know, she's not dealing with 21, um, that she has, like, mad, you know, respect for him, but it's just not like that. Also, she has came out and said, you know, on Twitter and even recently on Instagram, you know, how she's really just in a happy relationship Um, One of her tweets quoted, it ain't a nigga alive that can take me from my man. So, she is living her best cuffed up life. Um, What can we say? Um, There is speculation, though, that she, you know, is dating Key Glock, which is another rapper. Um, But, and this speculation comes from, you know, just them interacting with each other, like, on social media commenting on each other's posts, hard eyes, all the cute stuff, but nothing has been confirmed yet. So that is that on that. Now, in other news, Trey Songs was arrested in Kansas City. Now, this news came out, you know, a while back, but more recently we learned why he was arrested. So he was at a football game. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs football game, to be exact. And apparently he wasn't, you know, complying with the COVID-19 guidelines, which required him to wear a mask. So because of this, the workers at the football game, they decided to call the police. Now, when the police arrived, you know, he still wasn't cooperating. Um, One thing led to another, and, you know, he was eventually arrested. And it also is claims that he, you know, put an officer in a headlock as well. I just feel like, why are you not wearing a mask? Not DJ Bam talking about some yup. Like, no. He needs to wear his mask because COVID is very much real. And, yeah. So, hopefully y'all can learn something from Trey Songs, which is, you know, wear your mask. It's a pandemic, and you just got to follow the rules. But, I don't know. I'm just sending him the good energy. Yes, COVID is still here, Trey. Very much so, okay? And now, our final topic of the night. Um, JT shuts down claims of her and Nicki Minaj having beef. So... JT was on live and one of her younger fans hopped on the live and basically, you know, asked her a few things about Nicki Minaj. So I'm going to play the clip for y'all. This little boy, he was just the cutest, but you know, 
I'm glad I'm happy like the way that she addresses situations so no one can make drama out of it because you know the media likes to do that a lot. But here's the clip. I honestly was surprised that like you've never done a song with Nicki Minaj. Like, do you have any beef with her? Oh no, baby. Oh no. <laughs> okay. okay. I love no. Nicki Minaj. You like Nicki Minaj? Mm-hmm. I love Nicki Minaj too. I don't, th but like, I, I don't, I don't know if I could see y'all doing a song together. Like, if y'all do, that's good, but I don't see y'all doing a song together. Okay, long kid. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Bye. All right, bye, baby. <laughs> so you know that was just. The quick, the the boy's name is Logan, the little boy. Um, but I love that she was able to just say, like, no, there's no beef with Nikki. Because I feel like when it comes to every female artist that's stepping into the game, it's always that, you know, discussion of, like, do you have beef with Nikki? Or um, do you have something against Nikki? When half the time, like, there's literally no beef, but the fans just create this narrative so yeah and also apparently jt ended up getting this little boy a new phone um which was made apparent on social media today so shout out to logan he is a city boy and he loves jt and he loves Nicki minaj period so yeah and now my final topic my final 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 um, there was unreleased Rihanna music that actually leaked. So, okay, as y'all know, um, Rihanna used to do music. It's been, it literally used to. Like, it, her last album was literally out five years ago. Like, that, she's done. So, um, it has surfaced, like, a dancehall track. It, it leaked, and it was, like, all over the internet. But... Basically, people were thinking that it was off of her new album because Rihanna did say that she was going to release, like, a dancehall album. But come to find out, it's actually an old track um, from that was supposed to be with Tory Lanez and Movado and XXTentacion, but it never released. And on the final version, they took Rihanna off. So... This was just music that was just literally never released. And even the final track was never released as well. Um, but it was leaked and it has like over 2 million views on YouTube. So yeah, I don't know. Will Rihanna ever do music again? I honestly let that go a long time ago. I know like Rihanna Navy was super excited about this leak because they thought it was for the new music that they are hoping she's going to release. But... I don't know. Rihanna is very much done when it comes to this music stuff, in my opinion. And that's okay. And I think even Mulatto said um, the same thing that she wanted to do, you know, in her future as her career goes on. Like, yeah, she loves making music, but there comes a point where she just wants to be like a household name and be able to not make music and just make money off of her name. And I think Rihanna has done that for herself. So shout out to her. Even Nicki Minaj as well. Like literally Nicki Minaj doesn't have to make another song again and be fine. So yeah, right. DJ Bam just said Dr. Dre as well. So, you know, that's, that's a good place to be. I must say, but 
we got simone in the building so we're about to go live with her right about now hi how are you how are you i'm good how are you thank I'm, you guys for having me you're very much welcome thank you so much for joining me um for of those course. of y'all in the live this is the black talk radio ig live interview with simone royal so first things first i gotta know where are you from and what made you start getting into music Okay, so it's pronounced Royale, so I'm Simone Royale, you guys, and thank you guys again for having me. Um, I'm from Houston, mm. and uh, yeah, I've been in Atlanta for three years now. Oh, wow. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but I started in music really, really young. Mm -hmm. um, my dad was a pastor and a minister, or a music minister in church, so that's how I kind of got my start into mm this whole, like, you know, my journey and everything. So I started performing and performing around the city of Houston a lot more and doing funerals and uh, weddings. And that's just kind of how my journey began with that. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and sorry about <laughs> me mispronouncing your no, name. No, are you Okay. <laughs> it, it actually happens a lot more often than you would think, but yeah. But I love that you said um, you're from Houston. So we we see a, we've been seeing a lot of artists coming out of Houston and you know Dallas and Texas in general. So, what was mm -hmm. it like growing up there? Would you say was it like fun? Was it boring? Was it a lot of stuff to do? Like, what was your experience like? I'm sorry, I was breaking up. You said, uh, "What was it like growing up in Houston?" Yeah, like was there a okay, lot of cool. stuff to do? Was it boring? It's never boring. Um, Houston is really widespread, so you couldn't walk anywhere. You had to drive everywhere, much like Atlanta. Um, but you can always expect, you know, something good to eat in Houston. Mm. Like, there's a reason why it's like everything is bigger in Texas, literally, because everybody's big in Texas. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much good food. It's always amazing. What would you say is your favorite restaurant there? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Frenchie's, Frenchie's chicken. You should definitely go there. It's fried chicken. They actually have dirty rice too. That's so good. It's like a New Orleans kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's dope. Okay. If I ever make it to Houston, I'll remember that Frenchie's. Definitely go there or go to Whataburger. You know what Whataburger is, right? Yes. I've heard of it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Dope, go, to, go there. Yeah. So you're from Houston, you moved to Atlanta. So I have to know what pushed you to move to Atlanta and you know, what was that transition like for you? Um, I moved here from New York. I oh. lived in New York for a year. Uh, before then I was in Boston for four years going to school. Um, but it was definitely different from New York uh, New York from Atlanta is very, very different. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, time was really, it was just really fast. Uh, you know, it's really fast paced. Whereas, you know, Atlanta is really, it's not, it's really more laid back. Right, um, right. But I do love the, like the culture here and the food. Um, I feel like I've grown a whole lot since I've been here. Um, for the last couple of years, I've seen, you know, tremendous growth within my music, me as a person. So, you know, I'm really happy. 
you know, I was able, that I have been able to grow here. Mm -hmm. Now, what would mm -hmm. you say was the push from leaving New York to go to Atlanta? Because I'm from Jersey, so North okay. Jersey, I'm right by New York. Um, yeah, so what what made you decide, okay, I'm going to go to Atlanta? And what, what place do you like more? Uh, I like Houston more than anything, but I think that's because I'm from there. Right. Um, I can't decide between New York and Atlanta just because they're just two different, way different mm -hmm. energies, different, you know, um, I do love both. But the reason why I left New York, um, it was just, I was just really depressed there, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was just really depressed in New York. I had no family. I was just trying to, you know... I had just graduated right. uh, college and, you know, I was broke. I went to Berkeley. I was broke. I was broke and living in New York, trying to, you know, do music, you know, make money and take care of myself, take care of my mental. And, you know, I feel like I just went through this whole transition, mm -hmm. you know, phase where I just grew a lot, you know, in isolation mm -hmm. um, by myself and, it just so happened that my parents were, my parents and my uh, sister, you know, they, they want a new start. They're from Houston or, you know, they're in Houston too at this point. And, mm -hmm. you know, I miss my family and they're like, oh, you know, we should think about, you know, all of us going to Atlanta and, you know, being next to more family because I have um, some of my, uh, my aunts and uncles live here. So okay. it's been years since I've been able to be in the same city mm -hmm. and stay as family. So it's been really good. Yeah, um, I definitely feel you on that. I feel like when you're so far, if you're if you're a family oriented person, when you are living far from your family, that definitely can take like a toll on you. So um, right. I, you know, I like that you were able to put your mental health first and you know really make the better decision that will help you in the long run for sure. So I think that is very important for anyone that is right. listening right now. So now I want to get into your project, um, Going Deep. Please tell us, you know, the creative process behind that and, you know, just what it was like working on that project. Uh, it was a process. That's definitely, a, you know, a good, good word for that, uh, for this project. Um, I started a year and a half ago and I, I just wrote, I just wrote what was going on. I feel like I, um, originally I didn't have, um, just like a whole direction of where I wanted it to sound like or what I wanted it to be, mm -hmm. but I just wrote, um, like usual. And then I just pick, you know, just pick the best, um, songs that I felt were, you know, with, you know, make sense mm -hmm. in an album and a project. So that's kind of how it came about. Um, I was able to work with Slim Wave. He's an uh, amazing producer, shout out to him. Uh, he produced a lot of the, the music on there. Um, and I was able to link with him before the pandemic and, right. you know, track out, you know, music before I actually wrote to them. And I was, you know, that was cool to do that because we didn't even know that the pandemic was happening or was about to happen, excuse me. And then it just mm -hmm. kind of put a pause mm -hmm. on the recording on the recording process and which was really frustrating. Um, I always say that like the hardest part about putting together a project is like the recording and right. getting it mixed and mastered, like the final touches, which, you know, matter like 
they're, you know, they're just as important as like the writing process. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, the outcome of it, um, I feel like it's the best music I've ever, you know, written just because of where I was when I wrote that and where I am now. Um, there's just, I, I know there's just tremendous growth. So yeah. I love that. I love that. Yes. And I could only imagine, you know, with the pandemic, how difficult that was to, you know, get things done. But I really admire the fact that you were, you know, able to push through and, you know, get this project out because I know that must have took a toll. Um, so, yeah. But the good mm -hmm. thing is that Atlanta seems to be open now um compared to the rest of the the rest of the world yeah yeah which is scary but you know we try to stay safe we're trying to do it you know do things the smart way but it's definitely it's definitely difficult for everyone right so, right yeah. right so now if you have to say your favorite track on the project what track would it be and why all of them are my babies, but I feel like um, I'm going to say Hands On Me, mm -hmm. um, the first song on the track. And I'm going to, I it's my favorite because of just how I was just talking shit. Like, it's a fun, I, it's a fun like, track. You know, I just felt, I felt so sexy and I wanted other women mm -hmm. or, you know, anyone who listened to that song to feel sexy in their room, especially when it came out, it was still quarantine and, mm -hmm. you know, you're not getting up or getting dressed to right. go out and, you know, do things that make you feel sexy. And, you know, um, you always in your sweatpants, at least that's where I, that's where my life was. I was, you know, always in sweatpants and it was just a struggle to honestly just put on lashes and put on makeup, mm, you know, trying right. to do that was just extra for me, at least for me. And, um, so I wanted something to feel, you know, I could feel sexy to, you know, get up and do my makeup and feel good about myself. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I really do like that track as well. And I did play it before you got on the live. So, you know, I definitely think it's a dope, fun track. And it can really give women that just that confidence booster that sometimes we need. So yeah. you mentioned like quarantine and the pandemic. So I do have this segment on my show. It's called Quarantine Q&A, where I ask my guests, you know, what their quarantine experience was like. Um, at this juncture, we're not really in quarantine anymore, to be honest, like compared to when it was when we first started. But um, my first question for you is what was your like initial thoughts when, you know, they were like, OK, we're shutting everything down. Only essential businesses. Everyone has to stay in the house. Well, I was just like, man, this is really serious. And I have I have asthma issues. Mm. So I knew that I was at high risk. So right. I was like, oh my God, like, so every little tickle in my throat, like I was like low key, like, oh my God, do I have right. like, you know, praying, like, you know, I was just praying that, you know, I was, you know, trying to be careful, but you know, how careful can you really be, mm -hmm. you know, just with interacting, touching different services, you know, with everyday things, even if you stay in the house, people get, you know, things dropped off, like groceries, you just right. never know. So um that's where my mind was um also i just 
when everything was shutting down, I lost like a like a lot of people lost a lot of money. I was one of them. Mm -hmm. Gigs stopped. Right. I just kept getting email after email after email. Hey, this event has been canceled or postponed. And it's like for, you know, gig employees or gig workers, mm -hmm. it was a real huge hit um, for us. And so I just took this, I took that opportunity to learn a new skill. And that's how I got into tech. And, you know, I went to school for three months and did this whole boot camp experience, excuse me. And, um, yeah, they told us, like, you know, you can't have a job, you can't have, it just has to be tech all day, every day. And it was really, really tough, but, you know, I made it out. I'm on the other side, but that was, that was my quarantine. Okay, and what, so what kind of, like, tech stuff do you current like are you still working in tech um and like mm -hmm. what kind of tech stuff do you do so right now i work at a school i do their uh, i do their all their tech mm. uh problems fixing teachers computers and the administration so it's been you know a really cool experience uh as my first job and being able to work from home, that's okay. a huge thing for me. Right. And being able to have time to, you know, do what I love, do, you know, what I feel like I am put on earth to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I'm I'm at a place I'm just trying to like have different, just different streams of income coming from everywhere. And, you know, I heard you before we got on talk about Rihanna and um, right. a lot on everything. It's just I can't, you can't just depend on one thing. Like, mm -hmm. it's just not, it's not smart. If you didn't know that before the pandemic, you should know that now. Like, don't depend on that one job, that one stream of income. And, you know, this is just my way of trying to start that for myself. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And I think that's dope. And I also think tech is such like, such an interesting field. Um, and we don't see like a lot of black women in tech. So I think that is amazing, and congratulations to you on that. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. So my next quarantine question is, during quarantine, when you were in the house, were you, like, reading any books or watching any shows? And if so, what were they? Um, the shows I watched, I kind of, well, okay, so they put out... Um, girlfriends mm -hmm. and the park is doing I, so i did a lot of like catching up of old shows right um so that was really cool and what else did i what else did i watch i know i watched some new some mm -hmm. new shows i know i have um hmm, yeah i'm gonna leave it at the girlfriends though okay. like I, I definitely watched that the parkers half and half um mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was fun to relive those those times. Okay, yeah, and I love what Netflix is doing with that. Um, I think it's dope. I also think it gives people the opportunity that may have been, like, super young back then um, mm -hmm. or just didn't watch. Because I was too young. I was too young to, like, really understand right. what, you know, what they were talking about on Girlfriends. So to be um, in my 20s and, you mm -hmm. know, really understand the jokes now, like, get get what they're saying, you know, it's, it's good. 
Right, right, right. I also want to say for anyone in the audience, if you have any questions for Simone, feel free to leave them in the question box because I do like to go through questions from the audience. So, yes. Now, were there any books you were reading um, during quarantine? Um, tech books, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, you had to. You had to. <laughs> just textbooks. Right. Yeah, just textbooks on networking and, you know, the fundamentals. That's really where, you know, and that was that was enough for my brain, honestly. But I, I, can imagine. I want to I want to go back to like leisurely, mm-hmm. leisure reading, you know, so. OK, yeah, that's fair. And I feel like sometimes with school, because I'm in college myself, I'm in my final semester. But Girl. yes, we're yeah. almost there, y'all almost there. You don't get there. Keep keep going. <laughs> Thank you. But I feel like while you're like in school or taking classes and it's like you have to read for your classes and take notes. And it's like like by the time you're done with that, it's like I don't even want to look at a book for real. Like you just over. Right. So. That's, yeah. It's been a month now. So I'm, I'm thinking it's time, you know, mm-hmm. to get back to reading right. more. Outside of tech. But yeah, it's time. What kind of books do you like to read in your leisure time, though, if you have any? Um, so I I do like self-help books. I, you know, I, I know I sound really corny, but I do like that. But I found this uh, this book that was written in the 80s, and I hate that I, um, I don't know the name of it at the top of my head because I just started reading it uh, mm. last night. I found it, like, in the back of my closet, you know, right that i had and i was like oh this is actually really good it's a romantic novel and i'm not really i never well i'm not really into reading romantic novels as much mm-hmm. but um it's really good though so far so i'm gonna i want to keep reading it okay okay so look you're okay. already you're already making that stride to you know reading some leisure style books so now my final quarantine question for you is, um, during quarantine, were there any, like, quarantine snacks that you loved that you just kept eating and you were just like, oh, my God? Um, it was, honestly, mama's. And I know, like, I, I drove. <laughs> I would drive all the way to Buckhead or mm-hmm. whatever to sit in the driveway and get it. And actually, when... Uh, the pandemic started, they started giving away, uh, not giving away, but doing margaritas through the drive-through and they oh. never did that before. So I was like getting a shrimp taco and a, you know, a strawberry margarita to go. I feel like you everyone know, in Atlanta always talks about mamas. Like I did feel like I heard that before. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm a huge like Mexican food junkie. Me too. I love a good that, taco and a margarita. Mm. Yes. Kiss. Yeah, so that that place, I they definitely took my money. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. So I love that we got to you know learn about your quarantine. Um, and so I have to know too, like during quarantine, were you like still writing music? Um, you know that may have not been published yet. What was that like for you as well? So I've written since the pandemic and after. Um, after I released the project, mm-hmm. um, it's been good. Uh, I love, I like writing without ha- like having a date, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, it just makes it more, it just, for me, it feels more honest. It feels more honest. Mm-hmm. I know it'll hear it, like you will, you will feel it and like listen to it like, oh, okay, like she was, this is what she was going through at this time rather than right, like right, me right. forcing something on uh, people who support me to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I'm in a good like writing place where I'm, I don't have a date cause I just released this project, but right. I am, I am writing for whatever new project whatever, you know, I'm just writing. So it feels good just to do that. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that you're, you know, not rushing your process as well, because I feel like, um, in this era, we see like so many artists are just like single after single project after project, but it it is really important to take the time and to perfect your craft. So I think that is amazing and dope. Now, I have to know, we talked about your, you you know, you writing and being in the studio. So when you are in the studio, are there like certain things that you need with you? Like, what is that like? Because I know some people, like some of my artists, artists that I interview, they're like, oh, I need soda. I need water. I need a blanket. Like, so what is it like for you? I just need my house slippers and I just wanted to be me and the engineer. Okay, that's fair. That's all I need. Yeah. I was pretty, like, like really low-key, but I, I'm actually just that kind of person, um, you know? Cause, just because I, I don't know, I don't plan to just be there all day. So, mm-hmm. I like, I have my slippers to make sure I'm comfortable and everything. Um, if I have a lot of people in there, it's so distracting. I, I have, um, yeah. I have a... You know, I get distracted a whole lot. So if I had my friends, you know, people coming in the studio, I, I don't know if I'd be able to get things done. So that's why, you know, I've always just kept the real chill. Right. And I think that's important because, you know, that's how you're able to definitely, definitely get things done. Because um, friends and all that can definitely be distracted. Next thing you know, y'all playing yeah. games, y'all drinking, and it's just a mess so yeah for sure so um you know you mentioned your engineer so i have to ask like do you have a team and you know how was that formed um whether it be like management pr talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. well i'm still building the team Mm -hmm. um i don't have any management right now but i do have pr uh shout out to the 2 west agency um I do have, you know, on the musical side, I have different producers that I work with. Shout out to Slim Way, shout out to Johnny Fong, shout out, uh, shout out to Josh Foster. He's my MD, my band. Um, I worked for years, I worked with for years. Um, they take care of all my live sound. Um, my engineers, Anthony, Nancy, you know, um, it's definitely a team effort. And, you know, I wouldn't trade those guys, you know. And ladies, you know, <laughs> shout out to shout out to the female engineers, you know. Yes, we love, to love that. It, so, I think that's dope. Um, and how important would you say is like you know just having those people around you and just having a team? Say one more time. I'm sorry, I cut off. It like <laughs> stopped in the middle. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, how would you say? Is important for you to like have a team and you know have those people around you. 
it's very important just because they're good at their job and it's it's just great energy you know um, i don't really have to worry about any anything bad or negative with them just because i know that they're you know mm -hmm. they want the same things like me um you just want quality you work hard and you know you only want to put out your best so they they see that in my work and they i see that in their work so why wouldn't we work together yeah i love that and i think that's dope and it also shows that you really trust them and i think trust is something that's super important especially in the music industry um so i love that i love that for you <laughs> thanks me now, too <laughs> <laughs> now if you could collaborate with any artist who would it be and why that's such a long list but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say childish gambino okay i really would like to work with him um just because I just I've listened to him for so long, and um, I just respect how how he just has created his lane, his own lane, time like repeatedly, time and time and time. Right, and, right, right. Um, every album is different, and you know I, my goal is to do that too. Like I just constantly evolving, mm -hmm. um, constantly growing in my music. Um, and not being afraid to try new sounds, try try different things. Um, right. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a box for myself. So mm -hmm. um, I would love to work with him and you know, write with him. Okay, yeah, I think that's dope for sure. Um, anyone else? You did say you had a long list, so you could you could. I do have a long list. That's why it's so hard. Um, I'm gonna say females. Um, I would love to work with Summer Walker. Oh. Her, her voice is beautiful. Um, her, mm. Chloe and Hallie. Chloe's been killing it lately. Um, Chloe's yeah. been showing out on the right. Gram. So um, yeah, I would love to work, work with all those ladies and more because the list goes on. For on. sure, um, Summer. I love her. I think she she's really good. I've seen her in con in December of 2019 that was like one of my last batches of concerts that I was able to go to but nah she's really good for sure for sure so mm -hmm. you know I think those are all dope and her is very good as well very versatile so I can definitely see like those collaborations I'm manifesting those for you in the future me too man we were Steve receive yes. all that energy yes all <laughs> that good energy <laughs> so mm -hmm. now that we talk about manifestation i have to know um you know what is 2021 um a new year january is actually coming to a close i feel like january flew all right but um you know what would you say would be like some of your goals for you know just the new year for the new year definitely more visuals definitely more music um stay tuned stay tuned just uh you guys follow me on uh instagram and twitter i'll definitely keep you guys updated um more scenes by simone uh mini docuseries um part two is coming so you know definitely stay tuned yes i love that and i love how you talked about you know what the docuseries so 
what inspired you to do that i think that is a great way for like you know your supporters to kind of get an inside look of who you are you know just as a person outside of your work so i want to know like how did you come up with that um i honestly just thought you know what's a way for people to just see who i am as a real person right um sometimes this whole like social media thing you just don't like it's all a facade it's all you know what i mean so i um i thought it was just a good way for people to really see the kind of crazy goofy you know person is behind like you know these pictures these videos that you guys see these mm -hmm. covers people that have been supporting me for years um you know can really see like me jumping out of a plane like that <laughs> i'm i was you know i'm i'm afraid of heights so for me like doing doing some of these things that i'm doing in um in my docuseries in my mini docuseries mm -hmm. like is me conquering my fear like you're gonna see me go through things or see me in these moments where i'm just like okay like okay god it's all in your hands <laughs> literally like you know so right. um yeah it's just that and I think that's dope. Um, you know, jumping out of a plane, I really give it to you because that takes courage. One of my closest friends, she did that for her birthday and she invited me and it was like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to go out to dinner. I said, oh baby, I'll see you at the dinner. Love you, but I'm not doing that part. They're jumping out the plane. That's fair. Yeah. Did she like it? Oh, she loved it. Like she had a ball, but. It's life changing. That's why I mean I suggest I suggest it to anyone and everybody. But I understand, right? Like if you're not ready, like you know. But what is life changing about it per se? It's just like 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 things that used to bother me mm -hmm. that you know used to really just like shake my spirit, like put like this negative energy in me. Mm -hmm. um, little things don't phase me anymore just because it's like oh i jumped out of a plane and survived <laughs> you know how many people would die doing that so right. i'm just like oh this is little like if god protected you from like falling and dying mm. like that you know right you right, can right. certainly get through this you can get through any i can i'm like i can get through anything at this point within a reason but you know what i mean like right, right, this right. is this is little, little. So just keep going. And that's, that's literally how I've taken life and not taking it so serious. Like, mm. you know, my family, especially my sister will tell you, I can be a little bit of a workaholic, a little bit of, you know, a person that's hard on herself and just right, like, right. you know, not letting up on mm. myself. Um, and I'm actively trying to work on that and, you know, start to live you know, live life and be happy, have new experiences, go on adventures. And that's, you know, ever since then, I've, you know, been trying to dedicate myself to doing more of those things um, where I'm just like living more and not behind my camera. I love that. And, you know, I definitely think a lot of people can take that and, you know, use that, apply that to their own life for sure. Because I think because of social media and just our generation in general, it's definitely like a work, 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 work mindset that a lot of people have, but self care and just taking time to yourself is super duper important as well. 
Now, my final question for you is, if you could leave the listeners and viewers with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? That's a good one. <laughs> Thank um, you. I try. That's a good one. Go watch Scenes by Simone, part one. Why should you go watch it? Because I said so. No, but you're <laughs> going to see more of me, um, you know, singing at, the, singing at the Rockets game. That was a huge goal for me. Um, last year and jumping out of a plane to hiking with my family, reaching to the top and just being crazy. Um, go watch that um, and stay tuned for the second part because we're definitely going to keep stripping me apart as a person. And, you know, I want you guys to see, you know, who I really am behind the music I create. I love that. I love that. So make sure y'all check that out. Make sure y'all follow Simone. Stay in contact, you know, keep up with her, listen to her music. She has some dope things on the way. I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. I did too. Awesome. And this live posts to our Instagram page as soon as it ends, as well as this episode will be uploaded to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that jazz. So anyone that missed it can tune in. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys have a good night. You too. Take care. You too. Okay. And that wraps up our interview with Simone. I really enjoyed that. She seems like such a calm, nice spirit. I wonder what her sign was. It was very much giving me cancer energy. But yeah, um, jumping out of plane though. Ooh, baby. And it's D it's DJ Bam in the background doing his remix for me. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I'm afraid of heights. So, like, but uh, jumping out of a plane, I did zip lining and that wasn't too bad. You you like no Bam? You wouldn't do zip lining? You said over water. Why over water and not like in the forest? I did mine in the forest, like bush. Um, I can't swim. I don't like anything with water because I can't swim. When I was, when I was in Jamaica, I was like, I did this hike and it was like these big waterfalls, like rivers, everything. And my cousin was like diving in them and i was just on the sidelines recording because i can't swim and i was just not beat bam always trying to do something he said they're going tapping is going to give me swimming lessons at one point it was i was going to be doing speed dating i just i'm not doing that like and i'm going to tell everyone no I feel like people don't even know what to say to shoot they shot. The stuff be so corny. C -c -c corny. But as y'all know, every night on Black Talk Radio, we have our new at night 
segment where I highlight an independent artist that is fire, dropping that heat, okay? So this week's artist is Billy Blue. I believe she's from New York, and her song is called Back. So let me know what y'all think, if y'all feeling these vibes. Um, we're going to play that for you. I will see y'all next week, same time, same place. This is your girl, Chris Nayana, signing out.